0: Hi there, I'm at the MMH office with Harkaran Bobarai speaking on Leaders' Union. Uh, My name is Vishesh Chopra. I'm the co-founder of Be Unique. It's a platform for uh, advocating for diversity and inclusion. And uh, we work on it through employment, entrepreneurship and upskilling for the LGBTQ community. And yeah, we're going to discuss design, entrepreneurship and everything else in between. Uh, Vishesh, my first question to you would be, uh, how do you ensure that your platform is true to the values and the mission of empowering the queer community? So, first off, uh, you won't see any gender on any of our uh, products. Mm. We try to promote it uh, to be as genderless as possible. We don't want to you know, box people into a corner saying only men can wear uh, a certain thing or only women can wear a certain thing. And I think that's reflected in overall society as well, like women especially, like wearing men's shirts and sweatshirts yeah. and here. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't want to box people in that. Plus, uh, we also try to get as many uh, models from the community itself, Okay. Uh, modeling for our products. Mm. And apart from that, like uh, we work directly with uh, a lot of the community support groups, mm. NGOs that are working on various issues. And uh, we try to help as much as we can. All right. so
1: with regards to the products, that means that you don't um, clearly demarket this product for men or for females. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your uh, audience uh, generally, uh, the consumer is the queer community. Mm -hmm. Are you also promoting your brand for the general audience also who do not identify, might be with the LGBTQ?
0: Yeah, that is the aim. Uh, We don't want to just uh, limit ourselves to the queer community as well, because our products are basically for everyone. And uh, a lot of women actually like our product, straight women, because uh, they find that you know regular options are pretty boring, especially for footwear mm. uh, in the mass market right now. Plus, we can customize the footwear for. Afford- what are the categories of SQs that you have? It might be like uh, it's just clothing, it's footwear, it's
1: clothing, it's footwear, it's home decor, accessories, jewelry. It's a, but right. but if, again, there is a here's a catch. Like for example, uh, of course, you must have faced some challenges. Developing a brand that is focused on social impact in the first starting phase, yeah. But now you you wanna migrate towards a more what you say a liberal and more open-minded kind of a brand, which you know serves the straight community as well. Mm-hmm. So won't that lead to a what you say a delusion of the social impact that you wanna build for?
0: Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, there is certainly a mismatch in uh, expectations. Like uh, most people coming to our website assume that uh since it is made by the community it is yeah. only for the community Poly community, and that is something that we are trying to change yeah. let's see yeah so that's that's the whole idea right so if you develop something for the
1: community and at the end of the day it ends up serving everybody mm-hmm. uh, basically you give a lot of liberation to the community yep and what they wear they're not what is they're not antithesis to the general population yep what they like what they wear can also be of equal utilization to the normal audience as well exactly all right um i have have i do have a lot of very great friends who belong to the kind of fashion industry that you are uh, a lot of them are uh, like creative directors of their companies they don't look after the workings of their companies so as a person like you i would like to understand uh firstly do you identify yourself as a creative person number one and if you do does
0: that process uh, have any impact on the way you run the company i would say i am a creative person through and through i can't really do uh, boring desk jobs at all okay uh, and yeah that really does affect my way of working as well because i cross pollinate ideas from different areas and different industries okay and try to can you shoot an example for that um so let's say uh you know, marketing and advertising for that matter. Uh, I've been into marketing and advertising for most of my career. And uh, creative campaigns is something that, uh, you know, catches everyone's eyes. But uh, creative campaigns in the context of uh, a social impact startup can be a bit challenging because uh, A, you're trying to entertain your audience. B, you're trying to also educate the audience. So there's a bit of a, challenge then there's a challenge there yeah Yeah. so that is what we're trying to tackle especially with uh, my mom and my brother trying to do reels together oh something that is also funny as well as informal there's a contribution of a family also coming into the brand yeah yeah so yeah my mom and my brother have been working on it since the beginning wow that's good yeah Yeah. it's keeping keeping it within the family fold also yeah but then we also received criticism that you know it's like a family business you don't have outsiders that's not a way all right so how do you define the idea, be you or be uniquely? What's that idea behind it? The idea is basically um, not having a definition of sorts. Uh, right. Letting people do the defining themselves. Letting people choose how they want to be, who they want to be, how they want to identify, mm-hmm. and how they want to express themselves in the world. Talking to you, I figured out
1: something that you, know, uh, you must have faced. The uh, idea of starting this kind of uh, work. And of course, you are there to make money with the company that you are. But uh, you have started something which is unconventional, especially in a society like ours that we live in. Uh, Of course, you might want to break stereotypes. Was it hard? And is there an underlying reason you started that?
0: Um, To be honest, there wasn't really as strong a motivation initially because uh, we started off as a footwear brand. And uh, eventually we pivoted to a platform model, but that uh, pivot was because we realized uh, there's no queer platforms uh, out there in the market, maybe less than three. So you identified a need in the market Yep, and that's why
1: you wanted to work for that. Yep. But still in a country like ours where people are not very open about the idea of LGBTQ and queer community. Of course, when we travel overseas, be it in Australia or other countries, there is a huge, huge demand. People are very vocal about that. Yeah. So do you think a sustainable business can be built in our nation for this particular stuff?
0: I think so, yeah. I think uh, we're at a, an inflection point where uh, mindsets are changing, people are getting more educated, more sensitized, uh, yeah. and more empathetic. Wonderful. There's, a, uh, there's hats off to you for taking this kind of a plunge and you. I think you're investing your
1: time, energy, and developing something. And while you're still f- fighting... This is basically a stereotype and, uh, of course, the Gen Z audience uh, is very okay with it. Mm-hmm. But even in Gen Z also, there will be there are a couple of people who don't. There is a part of us who is very really like, okay, it's fine. Let's just stay. We might not be very vocal about, um, you know, against them, against it. But some people, you will find uh, in our community itself, uh, that there is a kind of, a, stay away and stay aloof from that. Right. And uh, developing that kind of a platform that, you know, gives liberation. Because uh, at the end of the day, it is all about freedom of choice. Yeah. and letting somebody uh, be able to express their own intellect so anyways so I feel uh, so you, you're saying is that you will be able to develop this kind of a, a sustainable
0: model in our nation itself so our uh, model actually relies on a lot of B2B business right now and uh, that is also where we're getting a lot of traction and uh, B2B uh, the benefit is that the audiences are already there they are already educated, sensitized, you know, and they are open to the queer community. Mm. They are accepting of them, they, you know... Embrace. Can you raise an example of B2B transact that you do? Um, so our clients have been, you know, uh, from Walmart to Microsoft, Intuit, uh, ZS Associates, all of them are into uh, various kinds of fields, ID services, SaaS, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, all of the employees that they have are mostly from tier 1, tier 2 cities, they are uh, well educated they are uh, you know well placed in their lives and they want to support uh, a cause uh, you know be it directly or indirectly you know once your basic needs are sorted there, that's when you start looking at how you can contribute further towards society Definitely. and yeah so that is where we're sort of gaining uh, some traction Okay, and that's what we're working on
1: alright this will be a more funky round so enough of the talking about the brand a little bit of more I mean, linear and so Vishesh, um, if you were a crypto token, what would your name be? And what unique features would you have? You're into I guess.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I asked that question. Um, I guess my uh, token name would be private and it yeah, okay. would be about privacy because uh, I think privacy is something that is very underrated these yeah. days Yeah. and yeah, should be valued more. Should be valued more. Yeah. We
1: preach a lot about privacy. But at the end of the day, a lot of things that you're surrounded by, at the end of the day, inhibit that for a perfect coin. Teleport yourself into a place in the world right now.
0: Where? Why? Uh, Right now. I would go to Michigan, Detroit, meet my cousins and family. Alright. Favorite uh, internet trend of all time? Doge. The memes.
1: (laughs) Alright. If you had dinner with one historical figure, who would it be and what would you talk Who's gone by his tech? That dies From the grave. Robin Williams. Right. I would just listen and just yeah, make, make you laugh. Okay, so that's why I am... Yeah. Alright. One random fact or secret about you,
0: no one knows. And since it's leaders' union, so you've got to be very truthful about that. Okay, so this is something I don't uh, talk about much. But uh, in the past 10 years of my career, I've had more than 10 jobs. Uh, I've been a librarian, I've been a graphic designer, writer, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Nothing really stuck around for me, except for like one or two jobs, which I did for almost a year or two. And that is when I started realizing near the end came, you know, maybe jobs are not for me. Maybe I should try being an entrepreneur. Oh, so working, 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 looking
1: out your own way. Yeah. I've also had mm-hmm. this. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, that will be a rapid fire that we'll take it forward with you now. Mm-hmm. Short and quick. Uh, what is the most valuable piece of advice that you received?
0: Um, save money, save money, and be more prudent with your okay. clients. Worst advice you received? Uh, that three D is the future. I'm a two D guy. I'm a graphic designer by yeah. training. So, but yeah, it's going still. It's going strong still.
1: Uh, any book or movie that has has had the biggest impact on you? Uh, pursuit of Happiness. Amazing. I mean. Choose one. Fiction or non-fiction? Fiction. Comedy or drama? Comedy. Okay. Texting or talking? Texting. Okay. Marvel or DC? DC. All right. Now, uh, Vishesh, we are near the end of the podcast. I'd like you to exchange weapons. Now you have the right to ask me a couple of questions if you want.
0: Right. So, uh, I've been curious. Uh, what made you uh, transition from being a coder to going into design? So, back in 2011, I was in my 10th. I
1: was going to get into a very top-notch college, of course, after my boards, but I couldn't because I started coding for two years and I've failed miserably, miserably, like a blank shit failure and everybody ridiculed him. And I come from a town called Amritsar, sir, if you know about it. And uh, so, just imagine 2011 and a guy skipping his boards and his studies. Uh, beyond that, so I couldn't make it to any good university. Uh, I was probably the hotshot guy of my school who could have made it to Stanford and Harvard in the early and go, uh, but I couldn't do that. In, uh, and then um, I was trying to figure out something like, just like you, like where should I go? And, and uh, I somehow went to design uh, as I went to architecture school. Somehow it really clicked with me. And uh, that's when the journey started from making the Architecture Studio Space 5 and now
0: MMH and God has been pretty kind with me. That's great, that's great, yeah. So uh, what made you start MMH? Because platforms are very challenging as is what I've learned from my own experience. And uh, you know, having especially more than one vertical becomes even more challenging. So how are you navigating that? So Vishesh, firstly we have like four verticals in this platform. So, like, we don't have just one source of
1: uh, revenue. That's number one. And number two, why I started this? Because um, I work on the agenda that whatever uh, life I have, I want to make products and services for people under the age of 30. And be it's based on, like, hiring young people and in MMH. So, the product that we have in MMH is basically the agenda and the vision is to be able to give consistent work to architects, designers under the age of 30, more consistency in their work. And nobody has ever tried to develop a, what do you say a more sincere platform dedicated for real estate consultants, and that's a huge market. Uh, we can generate close to five point excess of five billion dollars if the vertical somehow works out and the platform works out. So developing a core platform, like particularly a dedicated platform for real estate services, was the agenda for starting because I myself come from this kind of a space, and I realized that if I have work, doesn't mean that everybody has work in the in this country. Yep. and there's a huge amount of talent you know you would know it yeah yep. there's a huge amount of talent but people don't get the kind of work they don't get the kind of reputation and uh, now we are developing credibility so uh, on mmh we have people who have just graduated from their colleges have worked for somebody for six months they hook up into map my house they promote themselves they execute some great works and their name becomes pretty strong in the market and my job is done i guess yeah and that sounds pretty good. yeah All right, so as a last part of the last segment of our podcast, Vishesh, we always ask our hot seat guys to take a pledge. You're going to take a pledge uh, that by the time you hit 50, what is that one thing that you 110% believe that you will be able to change in this world? And that pledge stays on our platform Mm -hmm. under your name that always stays. So we are
0: always, we will keep an eye on that pledge. Well, for me personally, I would say I want to uh, inspire students and the youth of this country as much as I can, uh, get them employment and uh, upskill them if possible. And uh, let's say a thousand students by the age of 50. Wow! Well, we'll keep that
1: noted. Upskilling and changing lives from thousands students by the age of 50. So if we do stay in touch by the age of 50, so I'll give you a call and I'll ask you whether the plan stays intact or not. Yeah. Because I, uh, so there, this is one, uh, one, before we wrap up the podcast, this is line by Swami Vivekananda. And you know, making one idea the core of your life and the, the entire in- sense of your existence is enough to change the world. Mm-hmm. So if you can stick to that idea of changing at least thousand lives by the time you hit 50, that's enough of a big goal to achieve, I guess. Hats mm-hmm. off to you for carrying forward the work with be unique. Thank you. Honestly, I feel very proud that uh, in our country we have entrepreneurs like you who are fighting social norm at the one point and then again establishing brands because on its own establishing business is tough and when you pack it up with a situation like this yeah. that's a, another kind of a jumble to navigate your way around through. Yeah. So I hope you carry on with the excellent work that you are doing and may God be always be there for you to support your brand and take it forward with you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you.